Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Shore, so glad to have you along today in this Christmas season. I'd like to talk today about peace on earth. This seems to be a, a theme, a desire that we think about at Christmas time. Indeed, there's some, some tremendous stories. Back in World War I, there was a time when the, the Germans, and I believe the Germans and the French were involved, maybe I forget, the Germans and English were involved in war and trench warfare. And on Christmas Eve, one of them began singing Silent Night, and the other side started singing, and these guys who were killing one another for, for a number of hours for Christmas Eve got out of their trenches, they played soccer with one another, they exchanged gifts. There was peace on earth for that moment, and where, what brought it was, faith, was Jesus Christ. There's others. I think of the Beatles a number of years ago. They sang their song about John Lennon sang his song about peace on earth and this is Christmas and would there be peace and so on. Everybody wants peace. How do you get it? Where does it start? Why don't we have it? What's, why when everybody wants it, do we not have it? I'm going to answer that question. Stick with me towards the end and I'll share with you how you can bring peace and where it can start. But let's start first right here in Gospel of Luke. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened, or as Linus would say, they were sore afraid. And so the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, a heavenly army of angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. Don't you like that? On earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. I'd like to just take a moment and think about this whole subject of peace. Again, why do we not have it? Doesn't everybody want it? Do you know anyone who, who would say they, they wouldn't want peace of mind, peace of heart, peace amongst people, peace amongst nations? What kind of person would be interested in war and violence? Well, obviously there are some out there like that. The Bible tells us this is not the way God made us to be. This is not the way we ought to be. This is not the way you ought to be. In the book of Isaiah, it says there's, there's a warning. It says that, that there is no peace for the wicked, and that the, the soul of the wicked or those who are estranged from God, their souls like the raging sea, like the turbulent sea. There's turbulence in their soul. And you and I, we want to be people who have peace in our soul, I would assume. You'd like to be able to sleep well at night. You'd like to be able to smile at the future. You'd like to be able to be at rest, your soul to be at rest because it's not anxious, it's not nervous, it's not, it's not bitter or, or angry. Wouldn't you like this? This is the path of life Jesus talked about. And so where does it start? I'm reminded years ago of, a, of the day that the United States began the war in Iraq. 
I was preaching at the University of Florida in Gainesville that day. I can still picture it in my mind. I can't remember the fellow's name, but there was a guy on campus. He was a communist, and he was quite a zealous communist, quite zealous political activist. And about 3.30 in the afternoon, he came by. I was preaching, and, and there's a large crowd gathered. But he just walked right, and he was so angry, he started screaming and yelling, yelling at me, yelling at everybody. I said, what, what's going on? And he said, Our, we started dropping bombs on Iraq today. We started this war in Iraq. And uh, this was during the, the second Bush administration. And, and uh, he was so upset, so angry, so mad at everybody, mad at me, mad at the country, mad at the students, mad at George Bush, mad at everything because there is a war. And I, I don't know, as he calmed down a little bit, I began to ask him, how do you get along with your family? Not well at all. He doesn't get along with them either. It was obvious he didn't have peace in his soul. He didn't have peace with his family. He didn't have peace with me. He didn't have peace with George Bush. And yet he's expecting George Bush to get along well with Saddam Hussein. What's going on here? What's the story? Well, I share, I'm just going to share with you what I shared with him. And that is this question, where does peace start? Where does peace start? The Bible says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is where peace begins. It begins with God. People, if you want peace in your soul, you've got to have peace with God. When we have peace with God, we gain a clear conscience. When we have peace with God, our guilt goes away. When we have peace with God, we have confidence and assurance of the circumstances and difficulties of life. Jesus told us in, in John 16, verse 33, in the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I've overcome the world. When we have peace with God, we have an anchor to our soul. We've got a rock we can stand upon. We've got a, a fortress we can run to for refuge. We can know that, that life for us will ultimately turn out for the good. Oh yeah, we live in a world with tribulation. We live in a world with conflict. We live in a world with violence. We live in a world that's broken. Folks, we live in a world where things aren't going as they're supposed to. Why? Because the Bible says there's a rebellion afoot. There's a rebellion going on. The rebellion against, is against God. And when people leave God's camp and they go get involved in the devil's camp, the enemy's camp, he's the one who brings violence. He's the one who brings hatred. He's the one who brings jealousy, bitterness, and things of this nature. The things that rob us of peace. Now, of course, we fight against evil, and we fight with prayer, and we fight with truth, and we fight with love. This is the Christian way. But, but there is this other camp. I urge you not to be part of it. I urge you don't join it. Don't even put your foot in it. Don't even tiptoe into it. Be firmly planted with peace with God because this is where this is where peace starts. Again, we live in a world where something's gone wrong. We live in a world it started way back in the garden of Eden when Adam and Eve rebelled against God and they chose to leave fellowship with God and relationship with God. And when they rebelled against that, they didn't just go to neutrality and you won't either. If you rebel against God, you don't go to neutrality. There's, there's only two realms out there. You got to serve somebody. 
You got to be in one of them or the other. You're either in God's kingdom and under his authority and you have peace with God, or you're in the domain of darkness. You're following the enemy of your soul. You're, in the, you're on the path leading to destruction. You're in one of, one of the two. And so where does it start? It starts, peace starts when I get peace with God. This is, this is individuals and families. And then, hey, wouldn't it be wonderful if whole societies, whole nations, leaders, leaders in the realms of government and education and, and entertainment and media and business and law and all these places, if these people found that peace with God and got into the right camp, how wonderful that would be. When you have peace with God, you're able then to have peace with yourself. You're able to have peace with yourself. It starts with God. It starts when we're reconciled to God. We have peace with God, and then we can have peace with ourself. And once we have peace with ourself, then we can get along with others in our sphere. Isn't it true? Lots of times, you know someone it's hard to get along with. You know someone's hard to have peace with. Maybe they don't have peace with themselves. Maybe they take it out on you because there's, there's a, a turbulence inside. <clears throat> and why is the turbulence inside? Because they don't have peace with God. So they don't have peace with God. They don't have peace with themselves. And they don't have peace with you. And of course, if they don't have peace with those that are nearby and the, that you know and love, how are you gonna have peace with your enemies? How can you have peace with people far away? What I told this fellow at the University of Florida, he wants George Bush to get along with Saddam Hussein, enemies, when he can't get along with people in his own family. Why can't he get along with people in his own family? Because he doesn't have peace in himself, with himself. Why doesn't he have peace with himself? Because he doesn't have peace with God. Do you see how it works? It starts with God. I say it again. It starts with God. Jesus Christ came into this world, this wonderful Christmas story, to reconcile people to God, to give us peace with God. Peace on earth amongst those with whom God is pleased. Peace on earth amongst those who have been reconciled to God. Once you have that, God begins to work peace in your soul. He deals with the bitterness, the hate, the anger. And once you have peace in your soul, you begin to have peace with those around you. You're less disturbed about things. You're more loving. You ought to be. If God's working in your life, this is the fruit that you should have. And indeed, once you have peace there, you can have peace with your enemies. Folks, it all starts with getting right with God. I hope you've done it. If you haven't, what better time than now? If you're listening to this and you're not really right with God, your soul is not right with God, how do we find it? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That little baby grew up to become a man, and he never sinned his entire life, never once, but he died on the cross for your sins and mine because we've sinned a lot. And our sins separate us from God. Our sins drive a wedge between us and God. Our sins withhold God. God, they separate us and withhold us from having the peace of God. If you want to have peace with God, your sins must be removed. And the only one who can do that, the only way that can happen is through Jesus. Not by being sorry enough, not by trying to make up for them, not by, you know, weighing more good deeds versus bad. Nope. The wages of sin is death. 
Christ died for your sins. And the only way you can be clean is by the blood of Christ washing you clean. This Christmas time, what better time? What better time to invite Jesus Christ to forgive you, to receive of his salvation, to get right with God, to turn to him, to humbly ask for forgiveness, to acknowledge your need, to turn your life to him, to say, I'm leaving the domain of darkness. I'm leaving that kingdom. I'm getting involved in God's. And Jesus, you're the way I can get in there. So today I receive what you have and I come into your kingdom. Amen? Amen. So I see some good news in the chat today. If you're if you're here with us live, I hear see one one fellow led his uh, uh, eight-year-old daughter, I, granddaughter, I believe, to Christ. Hallelujah. And I'm seeing good news here from uh, a uh, gospel meetings over in India. People come to this, to our daily stream here from all over the world. And so if I hope that you come regularly and join us and are a part of this and can read this good news and for which we're thankful. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you today and we bless you that you're on the move. You sent your son Jesus to reconcile the world to himself and Jesus, you've been succeeding. Thank you for even these stories from around the world and right here in America of people who have found salvation here this week. Father, I pray for any today who are listening in, who've not yet discovered peace with God, who've not yet found Jesus Christ, who you're, you're just a story to them, or you're a, the Christmas story, or you're a figure of history, but you're not personal and real as a Savior. Lord, right now, help them to sincerely, genuinely open their heart to you, receive your salvation, have faith in you transfer, let you rescue them from the domain of darkness and bring them into the kingdom of the beloved son. Lord, right now, I just pray for people to receive Jesus Christ in genuine, sincere, humble faith and to find all the salvation you have for them. Thank you today. We give you this day. We walk in your peace. We walk in your victory. Father, those of us who know your salvation, might we have peace in our soul and peace with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me today. We get here every day and get into the Word of God. I hope you found this helpful. If so, join us regularly. Don't come here just when you feel like it or I pop up pop up in your YouTube feed. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you're here regularly and uh, make a commitment. You'll find your life changing. You really will. So until we meet tomorrow, I love you guys. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. I wish you a merry, merry Christmas. I wish you peace with God through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.